Do you want to be the next Justin Bailey? Email tips at infendo.com if your code works. We put the we in wiener. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is time for the show to start. It is not time for shopping, but Justin is here anyways, despite his urge. How are you doing tonight? How much would you... You know what? I had a joke, and it just sounded terrible, so I'm going to abandon it and say hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Um, Someone who is not abandoning us tonight, um, a special guest, in fact. How are you doing, Brian? I'm doing great. My day was pretty smooth sailing today, so this is a nice way to kind of, you know, relax a little bit more. Clearly, you did not speak to the same client I did today. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Um, Lucas, how are you doing tonight? Um, Which client did you speak with? Last to be recognized, but first one to lose all his hair, Lucas joins in Fendo Radio, episode 518. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that is true. I'm glad that you're here, Lucas. We're happy to have you. It is um, episode 518, as Lucas mentioned, and we want to thank all of the people who brought the show to you tonight. So thank you, Andrew Searson. Thank you, Brianosaurus. Thank you, Sky Pharaoh. Thank you, EP Knothead. And thank you, Phantom, for bringing tonight's show to the people tonight. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get rolling with the show. We're going to start the show a little differently with Change the System, and we're going to hit that when we get right back. All your life, you've wanted to be a game reviewer. You know it's true. Now's your chance. Email us at tips at fendo.com, and you can be a game reviewer, too. All right, we're back. It is time for Change the System. Um, We're going to do things a little bit differently this week. So in this week's Change the System, we're going to actually talk about kind of sort of whatever we want. So we're going to bring either news to the segment or talk about the games we've been playing. And since we have a special guest tonight, we're going to toss it off to Brian first. So what have you been playing or what do you want to talk to us about tonight? Uh, I have been playing not a whole lot, but the not a whole lot I have been playing. Uh, a lot of the. Wait a minute. Hold on. Not Brian a lot of games, <laughs> but a lot of those games. <laughs> so I, I had to pull out my Switch just to look because I would have forgotten these. But um, kind of in order here, I, I, I fell back into Downwell. That was a not intended pun. Uh, I started ooh. playing Downwell again. Do you have a flip um, grip? I don't. Actually, I, I went to the website a little while ago. Uh, a little while ago to go buy one and they were sold out and it said that they were like they were producing more I wish that I did but what I do is I take my switch I set it to vertical mode and I just like lean it up against something and then just play with Joy-Cons detached so I will so send that you works. a product that works with that I was, as well alright we can do that I was, uh, I was gonna 3D print myself a flip grip oh. equivalent but I don't have anything that I want to play but I just downloaded Donkey Kong so that might be a what I need and a fire that's a the game that made me want it <laughs> yeah yeah, totally. So, uh, so next on this list, obviously, I'm still in Minecraft because I always have to be in Minecraft. I have a couple of larger projects that I'm still working on. Of course, I won't tell anybody what they are because <laughs> that's just my style. Um, and one of the things that I've that I've actually really been enjoying is per uh, peer pressure from Slacker Monkey and Discord, I picked up uh, Ring Fit Adventure. And believe it or not, I actually enjoy it. 
it doesn't really seem like it's one of those like unnecessary peripherals anymore to me because there's actually something that goes along with it in like a game form and it like pushes you to your limits especially for a guy who doesn't work out ever at all <laughs> like me biggest thing being uh to move your character you have to constantly jog in place so you get tired really quick i can only play for short periods at a time but i can really i can really like feel how that would be working for me especially with that ring just to select things you have to like push in on the ring and it uh it catches that so it i mean it's pretty neat it's it definitely seems like it would be a, a workout if you were to stick with it so i'm gonna try to do that just to like stick with actually be consistent with one game um and then I've been preparing myself and then finally beginning uh, our Super Mega Baseball 2 League. Oh, that I no. know. That uh, our very good buddy uh, Colt put together. Unfortunately, Eugene, he almost lost his mind. Oh, he's gonna. We'll get you in. Eventually. I, I just, you know, I, I first of all, I don't really like baseball that That's much. That's a shame. But, a um... Shame. You know, I do like arcade baseball. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe definitely I'll definitely got some but of he Ken likes soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So putting this whole thing together, Colt uh, probably almost lost his entire mind. Uh, I would say he was very close to it because we made him redo the schedule probably five or six times <laughs> just to make sure that everything was concise enough for everybody to play. But um, Phantom and I played our first match this week and kind of uh, kicked things off. So I'm hoping that everybody can be a little consistent with it and we can have uh, a, a, you know a good season with all these guys. Maybe we'll find a winner at, at some point. Probably Colt. I, I'm going to have to kind of going back to the last game you were talking about. I want to, I want to pick up ring fit adventure. That's actually a game that I've had on my wish list really? on Amazon. And just hearing you talk about that, it's like, yeah, okay. That's actually, exactly yeah, what, it no, was like, do it. Yeah. It was, it was, I think $80 on Amazon and at Best Buy, I picked it up at Walmart for 70. So that took nice. a little bit of the sting away. But uh, yeah, I would I would say definitely do it, and it's it's just for something so simple as a plastic ring. It kind of feels like it's got a lot more versatility to it, and it kind of like sure. um, just just we fit. You know, there's a lot of different motions that it has you do, and like bending and stretching and everything like that. And for just a plastic ring, it's very sturdy. So like pushing it together and holding it together, there's a lot of tension to it. Um, so it, it actually works out the arms. That's good. It's good. I like it. I like it a lot. Nice. <clears throat> anything else you've been playing, or you, that's it? You Honestly, that's it. I, like I said, I haven't played, been playing a lot of games, but I've been playing a lot of those games. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, I'll definitely look forward to hearing more about Ring Fit Adventure at the very least, if not Super Mega Baseball, if I ever get dragged into that. So. <laughs> So, yeah, awesome. Anybody want to take next? Who else has been playing stuff or want to talk about anything cool? Uh, well, I'll jump in here since I don't have a whole lot to list off. Um, I finished Ghostbusters um, last night, night before, somewhere around there. So uh, I'll be writing up a review for that. There are some minor differences between... Um, at least the Switch version and the Xbox 360 version that I played years ago, so I will definitely bring this up in the review, but 
Again, I've said it before, if you like Ghostbusters and video games, get Ghostbusters the video game. Right. It's it's really <laughs> the best um, for those for those tastes there. Um, don't want to dwell on that because I've talked about it a lot. Um, the other Ghostbusting game I've been playing is I finally started playing uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. I uh, haven't done a whole lot in it, but I was actually impressed with how much story the game begins with, especially for a Nintendo game. Like, the first half hour or so of the game is just kind of introducing the premise of the game. So that was different, especially considering the original Luigi's Mansion began with Luigi literally um, entering the mansion. <laughs> and, and then oh, you Oh, surprise! Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't have as much caffeine as I usually have before the show, so my brain's running a little sluggishly tonight. Um, let's see, what else did I play? Um, oh, I was going to play... After I finished Ghostbusters, I decided I was going to jump back into Red Dead Redemption 2 last night, but there was a 3 gigabyte update, so I played Batman Arkham Knight instead, because... I've still got a crap nice. ton of side missions that I blew past that I want to get through. want to 100% that game because I want to see what the, uh, you know, what the end of it is, especially based on how the story played out. Very curious what's going to happen. But uh, that's pretty much it. There hasn't been a whole lot of game playing besides uh, ghost busting and a little bit of... Um, Cowl donning. <laughs> Fair. You're not. Um, you're not goose gaming anymore. Um, I don't know if I've played it uh, much in the past week. Uh, that is definitely a good. Uh, uh, like we like we say, a good pooping game. But uh, I haven't really gotten into it much this week because I've been either playing Ghostbusters or. Luigi or not playing anything. So it's How many kind of hours a... do you have into the Goose game? Um, I would tell you, but I still Maybe have this less little... than an hour. <laughs> yeah, I still have this little uh, battery with the red dot on it um, on my Switch, so... Well, I was gonna... I was actually considering buying it just because of the sheer um, uh, silliness, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for. But I looked it up on one of those How Long to Beat websites, and it said like total gameplay was like two hours. I mean, so if I you're going to power through like every mission, like you figure them out right off the bat, and you don't do... Like, I've probably spent maybe a quarter to a third of my time actually like working towards missions, and the rest of the time just screwing around and yeah. messing with people sure. and just seeing what sort of mayhem I can create, so... The general premise of the game. Right, basically. So, like, it's really, like, one of those <sighs> unlimited hours sort of games if... I mean, the one thing about it is you have to play through... You have to play through missions in order to unlock more of the village. Because... Okay. So, I mean, there is some of that that you have to do. But usually it's only, like, one mission that you have to accomplish that unlocks the next area. And sure. then the whole thing's, like, interconnected. So once you unlock the next area, you can walk freely between what you've unlocked. Gotcha. So, I mean, you could really just kind of figure out which missions, open up the next section, do those, and then just screw around for the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, I do a mix of both. Mm. But, I mean, really, 
it's a brilliant game, and I would say get it if for no other reason than to support some brilliant game makers. But I've had a lot of fun with it. Sure. I'm still having a lot of fun with it. Um, I bought it when it was still in its initial 20% off sale, so that kind of or is 25% <clears throat> off, I think. Um, so that kind of sweetened the deal. But even still, like after having played it as much as I have, it's a it's a twenty dollar game. Fair, awesome. And uh, that's all else I have you to say about that. Been uh, playing or so. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fair. Well, then I guess we'll move right along. Um, Lucas, I don't know if you want to go next or if you want me to ch- jump right in. But no, uh, I'm ready to go. Got? And my change the system is it's going to be a news segment because that's the thing that happened. Um, did you guys see the Pokemon leaks, one and all? Um, because that's a thing. Yeah, is, I did. Isn't that what Farfetch'd is holding? <laughs> so, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So, <laughs> I actually didn't see many of the leaks, because I'm trying to stay relatively dark, and I want the game to be relatively exciting for me. Yeah, so am I. So, um... If you guys, Eugene and Justin, want to talk more about this, I'd be happy to let you, but I'm going to tune out for that. But um, the stuff that I did see were the starter evolutions, and the rest of the internet, in typical rest of the internet fashion, hates them so much. I think they're the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. So, um, Brian, I don't know if you would like to detach for a moment, but I'm going to talk about the starters. So, very good. (laughs) <laughs> so um, no, I'll listen. I like to be part of things. Okay. I like to be in the group. So we got the uh, the forums for the Pokemon, and the couple of them were actually pretty similar to the leak we had uh, last week that we were talking about. Yeah, um, Grookey evolves into a monkey holding a little drum, and then into a giant gorilla holding a big drum, which is cool. Um, he's probably my least favorite, to be honest. Um, Sopple has a really cool second form that reminds me of an old N64 game that I used to play that I talk about a lot on the show, Chameleon Twist. Um, and he's got, he's oh, got okay. like a little yeah. emo, um, thing over his I head s- that I, I really that. like. His third of all form, I really don't like. It's this super, like, tall, weird deviant art creature that has, like, leather pants and gloves on, and I'm not a fan of it at all. Um, and then Scorbunny's evolution is, like, the most wonderful thing in the world. Apparently, it's a pure fire type. It just evolves into a bunny human person in a soccer uniform. And there's absolutely <laughs> nothing about that that isn't great. Um, I, I love it. I love that it has, like, the the like the tips of yeah. the soccer shoes are red. Oh, God, yeah. I just like um, it. I its it. final form is called Cinderace. <laughs> That's the only one I've been able to remember because I think it's a cute name. But yeah, I'm all the way excited for this game. It comes out, um, oh God, what is it, like freaking nine nine days from us recording this? Yeah. So that's going to be a fun time. And with any luck, I'll actually be able to get at least Steve, if not, you know, Eugene and or Justin on the podcast to talk about it, as we usually do. So we'll plan that out mm-hmm. and make a mention of it at some point, but... You know, the Pokemon podcast is always a fun time for me. So, so Lucas, when did this information that come out? Allows us to have a yearly. Oh, no, sorry, yeah. When did this information come out, Lucas? Um, it dropped uh, four or five days ago. You know, it was the same day that in our Discord we changed the Pokemon channels to have a spoiler and a non-spoiler oh, channel. Oh, that's right. Right, for, right, right, right. For sensitive folks like me who want to remain in the dark. <laughs> like, there's a lot of other info out there, apparently. And apparently I've heard that a lot of people don't like a lot of the Pokemon that got revealed in the spoiler. 
But I, I'm happy with everything I've seen so far for this game. I'm really psyched. I think it's going to be a good time. But um, did the dark section of the internet do what it always does, like it did with Wulu, and immediately draw them sexy? I was I'm going, sure I was going to say and create <laughs> sure Pokemon Four. <laughs> I could just imagine the monkey with the drum, like banging office, on like, something. The drum right there. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start doing Google searches. I'm going to, you know. I'll be back in a few Please, minutes. Please, save oh, on. All right, well, and really, that's kind of all I wanted to talk about. The Pokemon Leagues have me psyched. I mean, we also have the, the Terry Bogard, you know, reveal or release that came out today. But I haven't downloaded it. I don't know if any of you have. And I don't know Not if yet. anybody's really that psyched for the DLC. So mm. I mean, I'll play it. <laughs> I'll play as him just to see how he is, but I have absolutely no frame of reference for the character, much like Joker and who else came out? <laughs> Banjo Kazooie. Banjo, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's about the only one. Oh, and the Dragon Quest Heroes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I paid I paid I twenty five dollars for Banjo and Kazooie in Smash. It looks like because was it worth it? I guess. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> Well, I'll go next then because I actually do want to talk Terry Pogard. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I just wanted to say one of the weird things about like the Terry versus the Joker thing for me is that I had zero interest in either of these characters before they came to Smash. And I still have zero interest in Terry, but Joker's reveal actually got me to play Persona 5 and made me... It's like my favorite game of this generation, so... Well, that's that's another question that I was going to ask is, are any of these new characters being added to Smash bringing any... Like interest to any of these other games. Like I remember, I, it, I, it's probably specifically for me because I'm a musician. But when Guitar Hero was coming out, um, all of the new songs that they were adding to Guitar Hero immediately made me go and check out all of these bands. And instead of listening to their one popular song, I'd go through their entire records and listen to listen to all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Rock Band introduced me to a lot of new music and a lot of classic rock, especially. Yeah. Um, and. I'm sure, I'm sure we all remember Tony Hawk's Pro Skater introducing us to punk oh, rock. Dude, <laughs> friggin' Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, what was it? Superman by Goldfinger. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Still that was favorite. the one. Um, right. Well, I, I guess to directly answer your question, like I, I would say yes for me. Like maybe not necessarily Terry to go play like Fatal Fury or King of Fighters or anything like that, but like you know. I know that I went back and played Banjo-Kazooie for a, at least a couple of worlds after yeah. Banjo came out. And, you know, Lucas already mentioned Joker. I had never even heard of Fire Emblem before Melee, you know, so, like, that got me interested in that. So I would say, yeah, absolutely. Maybe not directly with this one character for everybody, but there's got to be somebody out there that is like, who is this Terry person? Let me go research it. I'm going to go play these fighting games because I love fighting games. How many hundred times can I tell the story about how Lucas coming into Brawl got me interested in the Mother series and whatnot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, that's... a thousand times, so... I've still never gotten into Earthbound enough to really appreciate it, but I probably... I don't think I ever played it before the original Smash Brothers... Um, and, uh, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if it's so much the Dragon Quest hero in Smash, or just the Dragon Quest overexposure that has gone on in the past couple of months, but I'm definitely becoming more and more curious about that series, and especially Eleven and... Eleven 
and uh, the original. So you're done. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay because I'm gonna take next, and I'm actually gonna also kind of tack on and talk about Smash and Terry Bogart because. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I've already said it, I'm not, like, this isn't, like, my favorite character of the bunch, I'm not gonna lie about that, like, I'm loving Hero, like, don't get, like, that's probably my favorite one so far, but, you know, Terry, I don't know, we'll see, I haven't even, um, gotten to play him yet. I will say, though, that I loved the King of Fighters games and, you know, Art of Fighting, all that stuff back in the day, because, I think I mentioned this on a podcast before, I, it was just the only arcade that was around, you know, it was the only arcade machine that was nearby. So I was able to ride my bike for 10 minutes and go play King of Fighters at the laundromat, you know? So take five bucks and, you know, play for a couple of hours. It was cool. Um, but, yeah, I, that, I, did you guys watch the Smash Direct at all? Did you guys um, take a look at any of it? I don't it, think I could have. It was long. And it was, I was like, I don't think I could have watched 50 minutes yeah. worth of Banjo and Kazooie. Like, that's how little interest I had sure. in watching it. I um I skimmed and you know I would drag and drop and drag and drop and drag and drop and I was like Terry Bogard Terry Bogard oh Terry Bogard oh look at that Terry Bogard and then I was like okay this is this is what this is I'm okay <laughs> yeah you you uh, told me about that during work and then I just kind of ended up putting it on in the background after that and yeah it was basically exactly that it was like okay do you want like a really deep dive into like what the up B move is okay well then let's talk about that you know? but, um, it was uh, it was interesting honestly Terry and Ryu are some of the least exciting characters for me in Smash not necessarily because of their series or anything like that but just because it's a it's you know traditional fighter but it's a fighting game character coming into a different fighting game you know it doesn't have quite that same appeal to me that like you know a character like Banjo-Kazooie does where it's like oh how are they going to turn their moves into like fighting moves and you know it's like everything's out of their kind element. of well yeah everything's kind of preset with right. that you know they even they they that play like sense. their characters and so i could see there being a lot of fun with that if you're like a hardcore street fighter fan or a hardcore whatever yeah. king of fighter totally yeah that's why ryu was so yeah. super yeah. cool because he like, lets you, you play it use like his a, like actual moves and he's always yeah, facing the cool. opponent and yeah but for me, mm -hmm. it did very little for me because it's like, you know, okay, it's a fighting game character, you know. <laughs> totally, totally. But yeah, so that was, I guess that's enough said about Terry. We kind of be, don't want to beat a dead horse on that one, especially since none of us have actually downloaded and played it as of yet. So more to come um, as of that because as we mentioned, it was live as of today. Um, however, so what we're going to do next is we're going to talk about another news item. However, it turned into be um, a, dem a debunked news item right before the show. And that is that um, there was a rumor that Platonic was um, going to be bought out by Microsoft and going to be per buying another Banjo or going to be making the next Banjo-Kazooie game. Um, well... Like four hours before the show went live tonight, um, IGN came out with the story. They had an interview with the with the people over at um, Platonic, and they're like, "Nope, not happening. <laughs> We're not working on a new Banjo Kazooie game." So, um, but man, wouldn't that have been really cool? Um, <laughs> Okay, so so we were talking about this and in private as we do because we're best friends and we talk about everything. <laughs> um, and 
like you were telling me about this rumor and you were like in the same breath you were like oh man wouldn't that be exciting and i was like when will these jerks learn to stop selling themselves to microsoft like <laughs> like in my head i saw this going they buy platonic and then nothing happens for 15 years and then they make ukulele cart or something. Like, like I saw it going the exact, the exact same way that the banjo <laughs> thing went. But, you know, I mean, different strokes for different folks. I'm happy you have the optimism that I clearly don't. But when I heard Platonic was potentially getting bought, I was like, oh, no. Here, here it goes. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, maybe it's slightly hypocritical, but I wouldn't mind if nintendo invested in them maybe not buying them outright but do like a rareware well, sort of thing but that's because we have faith in nintendo as a company but right. like we saw what happened when microsoft bought rare so well i think microsoft is a little bit better with their indie developers now and their third party developers second party as it were but um yeah i'm i'm kind of fine with platonic being platonic for a while because I mean, I liked ukulele. I haven't tried the the new one yet, but um, you know, it was it was a good first attempt, and it brought back those banjo kazooie vibes. So, if they want to make another one of those, just better, then great. Yeah, totally. I I'm kind of with you all there. Although, I the in my heart of hearts, I would have been really excited to see. Banjo-Kazooie be made again by the people who originally made yeah. Banjo-Kazooie because, you know, I, the, by the time Nuts and Bolts rolled around, like, three quarters of Rare wasn't even the original mm -hmm. Rare anymore, you know? So, like, it, it was not even really... You know what I'd group. rather see? And Platonic... I, I'd rather that? see a new Perfect Dark made by the original team that made Perfect Dark and Goldeneye. Like, go find wherever those yeah. free radical yeah. guys yeah. went and... I I would I yes maybe but like the first person shooter genre is in such a different place these days that I don't know how that how I how that would play you know better than most first I'd person take shooters today. Hmm. Well, I, I guess we there. shall see. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, but yeah, that's really all I had. I have a few um, like a minute left, so I'm just going to talk about the one, the couple of games that I've been playing that I wanted to highlight. I started Darksiders 2 the other day, so I'm excited about that one. Um, I really didn't get that far, like maybe 30 to 45 minutes into the game, so like I'll have more to talk about um, that next week. In fact, I believe um, Steve and I are doing a dual review on that one, so look out for that. Um, other than that, just kind of the same old, you know, like Overwatch is kind of taking over my life. And I'm sure I'm going to get back into Smash again once um, I download this DLC. Um, all right, but that's it for this segment. We are going to take a little break and we will be right back. Would you like to play a game? Well, too bad you can't. That's our job. But you can give us some suggestions over at patreon.com slash radio. All right, and we're back. It is time to play some Nintendoons, and I am hosting tonight. Um, thank you for everybody who was a Patreon who suggested a game as well. Um, we actually had quite a bit of Patreon suggestions tonight, so um, that was good to see. 
Um, if you want to suggest a game, you know where to go. Go to infender.com slash Patreon, and you can suggest a game, too. So we are actually going to start with the Patreon suggestion first. Funnily enough, one of our patrons is here with us tonight, so we're going to start with his suggestion. So, Brian, keep your licks. Yeah, get keep those the, lips Get up. the worst um, suggestion out of the way first, am I right? That, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> So, uh, here we go. This one is from Brian. I have a feeling that it's going to skew slightly towards Justin, but let's find out. Uh, by the way, in case you think... Lego City Undercover. Damn it. It is Lego City Undercover. I'm guessing that was really loud. That yeah, was, was really loud. That's why you got it. Okay, yeah. You mean because it, so it, stopped, loud. it stopped Justin, like, <laughs> mid-sentence? Well, well um, I was just, uh... I'm pointing out that we need to introduce our new host. Nah, we don't need to introduce him. He's a jerk. <laughs> Steve's just oh yeah, Steve's just but, here now, guys. He's yeah. doing this. Hi, yeah, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually here the whole time. He just didn't say anything. Yeah, I was very. <laughs> it was quiet. nice. We forgot to we forgot to introduce him. He forgot to yeah, talk. Yeah, I can't believe just... you guys skipped over me. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's too bad you didn't get your obligatory point first. Um, Justin is the winner of that one, so well done there. Um, we're going to move right along. I'm actually going to get another Patreon suggestion going. So this one comes to you from Schnazzy1. I have a feeling that this one is going to also skew slightly towards oh, Justin, surprise. but uh, <laughs> uh, let's, let's, uh, let's find out. Power Racers. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Sounded just like Power Rangers. I can't believe wow. I got that one, to be honest. Unacceptable. <laughs> I'm going home. Wow. This was fun. Well, Steve, it was oh, fun having you I, on for the I last two minutes. I was on for four minutes and ten seconds. <laughs> so I was going to say that I have easy, medium, and hard mode, but basically I guess I have just yeah. mode, um, easy mode, and normal mode, so... I mean, Let's I haven't cleared out the points right. from the last game we played, so I may as well just start with 80. That seems to be where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to one of my suggestions. I think this one is going to be a little bit tougher. Um, I'm going to accept any game from the franchise, so that should be a, a little hint for you. Away we go. Obviously, Donkey Kong Country of some sort. It is not a Donkey Kong Country of some sort. This is obviously Super Smash Brothers of some sort. You would think. Um, Lucas, may I quote you? Is yes. this Mario versus Why do Donkey I know Kong? this? <laughs> it is not Mario versus Donkey Kong. Is this Mario Kart? It is not Mario Kart. Is this... Alright, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. Mario versus Sonic at the Olympics? Son of a <laughs> It is Mario versus Sonic at the Olympic Games 2016. <laughs> well, that was... That, I probably wouldn't have gotten that if it weren't for the hint. <laughs> Steve, if you hadn't have just come back from dinner, I'd say let's just get up and go. Let's go get something to eat. <laughs> and there he goes. <laughs> 
Hey, boy, oh boy. All right, so um, I'm Justin, going to do you want to just let us know track. when this segment's over? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm usually so far behind in this segment, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to play another track from myself. I think this one might be a lightning round. I think this one might skew slightly towards Steve. Boy, you haven't skewed um, so toward me yet out. tonight, Eugene. <laughs> and he knows that I'll never get okay, a point. Okay, well, this so. is... Enough. All right, actually, let me correct this. This is skewed <laughs> slightly towards Steve. However, it is leaning towards Lucas heavily. And away we go. That is so weird. Oh, Pokemon Red. Pokemon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it red? <laughs> it is... It is Pokemon It's Red. Gen it's 1, right? Same. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, like, is this like Gen <laughs> 7? Like, am I being punked? <laughs> I got four Pokemon right behind me, and I couldn't get the Pokemon track. Can we talk for a minute about how, like, magical the Detective Pikachu credit music is? It is, like, solid, by the way. I have like, only played about, uh, like, huh. 15 minutes worth of that game. Oh! I really need to I'm, get through it. No, the, the movie. I'm talking about yeah. the movie. It's actually oh, that movie. song. Yeah, uh-huh. Huh. I'm going really, to have to go back, to go back and really listen good. to that. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not, it's not oh, that song, but it is like a, like, Pokemon credit. Yeah, it's, it's like a mashup. It's yeah. really good. Hmm. Huh. Plus, they draw mm-hmm. all the characters in, like, Pokemon style, and it's a just a win. Okay, now i got to go watch that movie yeah, again. That's, like, I think that's definitively the best video game movie ever. Right after a Super Mario movie, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Mortal Kombat, but no, it's definitely better than Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat's a good video game movie. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move back into Nintendo's. We're gonna also move back into a Patreon suggestion. This one comes to you from EP Nothead. Thank you for the suggestion, and away we go. Hmm, this sounds familiar. Brian, may I quote you? Yes. Why do I know this? <laughs> Who's this one leaning towards Eugene? Uh, me, actually. We oh, have to try you. to get into EP's head. Yeah, that's not a place to. you want to be. I know him. I, well, you're probably right. You're actually very right. I'm angry, and I don't know why. <laughs> can we get another track? Um, no, but I can skip forward a little bit in this night. Oh, that's not a good sign. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Knowing him, I think that... Nope. (laughs) Knowing him, I think that he might have chosen this just to screw with us. Okay, can we get... Can we get a system? Yes, you can. This game appeared on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Of course it did. Was the premiere on the NES, or was it on a different platform? Vis-a-vis, was it an arcade game before it was on the NES? I'm going to say that it did appear on the NES, but let me just check into that really quickly before I uh, steer you in the wrong direction. Like Galaga? It is not Galaga. No, yeah, it looks like, from what I'm seeing, this game... um, Oh, okay, it looks like it was also on the arcade. 
Um, I don't did know which custards, one came first. Did Custard's okay, so Last Stand have much better music than I've ever realized? <laughs> <laughs> no, but maybe, but that's not this game. Okay. So, um, I don't know if this wow. is going to help at give all, me a seizure. but, um... The person, the developer of this game is Romstar. The, the genre is sports. Is this literally the only music in the whole game? I mean, is I can it, skip forward another little is bit. Is the game golf? Is the game tennis? Is the game WWE wrestling? Um, you know what? I will be, I will give whoever gets the actual game... Like, like that the this sport? is based off of the point. Mm -hmm. Curling. Right. Um, Soccer. Foos, cricket. Foos, <laughs> foosball. Um, lacrosse. No. Water polo. No. Tennis. No. Um, okay, kickball. So you Think said the more genre... of these sports. What? what? Paper airplane throwing. Uh, what did you say? What did you say? No, no, no. Don't repeat yourself. Only I heard it. <laughs> uh, Gene, what did you say? Think a Sailing? little bit more Wii Sports. Bowling. Frisbee golf. It is bowling. Okay. Oh. It is bowling. It is frisbee this golf. Game, <laughs> <laughs> this game is called Championship Bowling. And man, oh, yeah, I the knew soundtrack that. is banging. I'm just going to say. This music is very aggressive. All right. Yeah, EP, this, I'm this sorry is... I assumed the worst. This music does only not um, <laughs> say bowling to me. <laughs> what kind of bowling leagues are you guys going to? None. The ones with the black lights and the glow-in-the-dark balls? Yeah. Well, that has this music. <laughs> 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 All right. So that was a fun one. Um, let's move on to our next title. Again, let's go to another Patreon suggestion. Um, where this one is going to be oh, from forgot. Slacker Monkey. I have a feeling, I have a feeling this one's going to be tough, but um, let's go with it then, anyways. Um, here you go from Slacker Monkey. I like the soundtrack too. Not bad, not bad. Ryan, as one of our patrons, um... Yes. Do you guys want us to <laughs> fail and stumble and not <laughs> say anything for person. five minutes at a time? I don't know that we specifically want you to fail. It's more of we like to keep it interesting. <laughs> and we like to make it, a, at least myself, I like to make it a little bit challenging. Because I want to hear your gears grinding. You no, know, Lucas, we don't want you to fail. We just don't want you to succeed, yeah. okay? I'm looking for like a C minus on your test here. <laughs> You're doing better than me. So is this actually retro or is this fake retro? This is a fake retro okay. game. This game appeared on the Nintendo Switch. Alright. God, I have a guess. Then I probably I will never get the name it. of the game. Um, I could probably give you a pretty significant hint on is this it, one. Is um, it produced by 5-6 Pixel or whatever it is? It is not. Okay. Then uh, it's let's not do another track before I give you another hint. Okay. 
So um, I'm going to give you a hint here. Okay. The developer of this game is Starquail. It was published, however, by Nicholas. Oh, really? Well, it's not Cave Story. I know that for sure. Oh. <laughs> and that's the extent <laughs> of what I know about their games. Um, I don't really, I'm going to read you the summary of this game. So, steal yourself for a relentless display of might and muscle, of brawn and bravery, of magic and mayhem. Can you cleave your enemy's skulls, plunder all the booty, and flex to impress the barbarian <laughs> of your dreams? I plundered your mom's booty. <laughs> I, I don't like that. Barbarian um, quest? Oh, jeez. I think I can see the game. You're pirates? Is it crap? Yeah, you're close. Barbarians DX. Um, <sighs> uh, I, I, man, I gotta give it to you. You're so Barbaro's Quest. Too. It's called Tiny. It's called Tiny Barbarian DX. So I'm, that's close enough. For okay. Me. Dude, you so were it was. Really it was. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was thinking of that game, but I couldn't remember the whole. Thing. I was gonna say if if the only word of that he got was barbarians, that is not fair, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he was there. Um, with with the DX, I'm gonna have to give him that. Yeah, point, that's fair. So. Well done, Lucas. Oh, hey, I forgot to change my background. Um, can we get a can we get a little bit of a score recap here? As we only have only four a games little left? bit. If you want the whole thing, you're gonna have to pay me. Um, no, actually, the fair. Lucas and I are tied with three. And Brian and Steve are oh, tied interesting. with nothing. It's anybody's game for first and third place. <laughs> well, to make things a little bit more interesting, in these last four games then, and since these are possibly, I think, a little bit harder, we're going to make them worth double points. However, we're going to start with a lightning round double points because I have a feeling that this is going to be a lightning round one. Um, so yeah, get your buzzers ready because this could go quick for two points. Oh wait, let me adjust my volume since the last couple tracks have been a little loud. And away we go. You thought this would be a lightning round. Unless it's Luigi's Mansion, it I got nothing. It should be a lightning round. Dragon's Quest. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Can we get another time? Can we get another track? This, yeah, this track here is gonna give it away. Professor Layton, one of the Professor Laytons, <laughs> one of the many Professor Laytons. <laughs> Curious village, is... city under the ground. <laughs> It is Professor Layton in the Curious Village. It really just I didn't like, want to start with like the. I suppose I should play those games. Um, oh, you should. It's uh, a very you should hard probably game. play Nintendo's as well. It's a very yeah. hard game to recommend <laughs> because the stories are so interesting and charming and cute, but then it's like you're completely taken out of the experience to solve like a, a, a matching puzzle, and it's like, boy, right. the gameplay in this game just does not match the atmosphere at all. Like. Lucas, I have to say yeah, that for both you and Steve, it like, it like irks my nerves just a little bit that you guys can guess these songs in like one or two notes. Yeah. It's just <laughs> dee dee, <laughs> Professor Layton. <laughs> <laughs> dee 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 dee, Hyrule Warriors. 
To be fair, that was the first two rounds for me. Brian, yeah, I promise. If you and put one of those games out, is one no one has ever heard of. Brian, I promise if you put 400 hours into a game, you'll know every all 14 songs in about two nights. Unless you're like me and you turn the music down because it just grades on your nerves after that half hour. That is blasphemy. And Brian, I promise you if you've played one and a half Professor Layton games. <laughs> well, for Steve, not only that, you play 400 hours, but then you also buy the soundtrack and listen to that while you're driving and at work and in the shower. You're not wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Wait, Steve showers? All right, so yep. we're going to move on to the next track. This one is also um, a Eugene track. I think this one might be tough. I don't know if any of y'all have even played this game, but just try and get into Eugene's mind. Here we go. Stripes, the video game? No, it's Platoon, the video game. <laughs> Darn. This actually sounds really familiar. Yeah. Epic Mickey. It is not Epic Mickey. Is it an epic game of some sort? God, it sounds like a Star Trek movie. The music sounds pretty epic. It is an epic game. It is not made by <laughs> Epic Games. It sounds licensed. Um, here's your next track. Yeah. <sighs> what happened? Did Eugene accidentally mute himself? Um, probably oh, just there a you little go. quiet. There we'll go. No, you're good. So. You cut out. You're back. Hmm. Hmm. I... Eugene playing. Good question. I had a guess, but I think it's very wrong now. Sounds like Prince of Persia. Oh, yeah. I am very close to to being there. <laughs> Quick, everybody talk. Distract not Lucas. Yeah. Seven, nine, eight, one, two, six, hundred, twenty-four. <laughs> Here is your next track. Can we get a <clears throat> system? Um, yes, you may. Um, this game appeared on the Nintendo Switch. All right. No, my guess was definitely wrong. Yeah. This wouldn't be Overwatch, right? I know nothing of what the Overwatch music sounds like. Is Damn it Overwatch? It. Damn it! <laughs> it is Overwatch. Well done. I think this game is over. You didn't even have to play the music for this. We could have just guessed. <laughs> That's pretty much what I did. So... All right, so um, I think Lucas is pulling ahead here, but that's okay because guess what? These last two rounds are triple points. And guess why? Because these are super, super, super tough ones, I think. Um, actually, Brian, I don't think you can play this one because I think you said that you saw Colton. I did. Yes? I have to abstain. Does that mean that the only Darn, one who can still win? there are your chances of catching up. No. Does that mean the only one who can still win is Justin? No, because if I get this one, I get Brian's points too. So. That's very true. <laughs> okay. And so this, the, this game leans towards me, so you guys are going to have a good time. So it's Lucas Thank versus you, Brian. Ver, no, it's Lucas versus Justin versus Team Steven Brian. Correct. And if one of them wins, they both get three points. Okay. Steve is my champion. Hey, but don't worry. The last round is still available. That one could be worth a million dollars. We've done it before. I don't know. Um, here we go with... A suggestion from Colton. Thank you for your suggestion, and away we go. Oh wait, let me adjust the volume. I swear to God, and away we go. go. 
And no, it's not Breath of the Wild. I was going to say Super Mega Baseball. Oh, this is... No, I'm just kidding. I feel like I'm playing an underwater level. So, Eugene, is this not what I think it is? Did Oh, um, he said he changed know, his... Ryan, he changed his... it in my ear. No, no, no. He said he went back and changed his suggestion. So Colt, does this let mean me know. Brian is in the game? Okay. Colt, let me know immediately if that's what happened, because if it is, then I am back in. <laughs> this game is... Your first hint of this is that apparently Colt got this game for review with okay. a review code. Oh. So that's your first hint. Uh, Quick, okay. everybody go back to Colt's choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your next track. Is how's the volume by the it's way? I need fine. to go up a bit. I mean, they all kind of sound like this, so you know. God, what was that? I've heard of this game and it looked really cool, and I've been wanting to pick it up, and um. After hearing the soundtrack, I, I just. The only might. thing I can think of right now is Night in the Woods. This is this it's is not, not Night, Night in the, the Woods. woods. Uh, Colt did just confirm for me that he did change his suggestion, so I am back in. Hmm. All right, then you guys. He is back. Then you guys no in. longer share points. That's all well, I think we should anyway. But I'll still share with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, How about this? If Steve wins this point, he gets one point. But if Brian wins this point, he gets <laughs> Remind me why I came tonight. <laughs> You're not allowed more than one obligatory point. That's not how obligatory points work. All right, let's start narrowing this down. Can we get genre? Walking um, Yes. Um, according to Wikipedia, this game is a puzzle adventure video game. Baba is you. It is not Baba. Oh, I want to play oh, that Oh, dude, game. it's been on my wish list for so long. Um, I, um, your next hint is that this game was made by one person, designed, programmed, artist, composer, all one guy. Um, his name is Thomas Brush. Oh, Oh, damn. I thought you were going to say Toby Fox. So it's not an indie game is what you're saying. Well, it is an indie game. It was done only by one person. That was the joke. (laughs) I quit. Your next hint is that this game was a Kickstarter project. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm running out of hints to give you. I'll give you the plot, though. Blank follows Teddy, a disgraced ex-minister who is on a train, and his three-year-old daughter, Bo. Blank, uh, yeah, Ted encounters Blank. Ted encounters Blank, a shadowy figure who is also on the train. After Bo is kidnapped by Blank, and the train crashes into the town, Conductor. Ted goes off to find Bo. It is not Conductor. Farming train Simulator. I'm going to give you... <laughs> it is not Farming Simulator. I'm, did that, did, I, I'm going to go on to the next track, pretend I didn't hear that it's guess. definitely <laughs> untitled Goose Game. Hey, shut up. <laughs> hey, I said Train Simulator. I was at least close. I, I really don't think anybody's going to Whatever it is, it sounds spooky, and I like it. It looks spooky. A little bit spooky. 
Um, this game was a finalist at um, South by Southwest Gaming Awards. It won the Gamer's mm. Voice Award for single player. Yeah, I got nothing. Y'all give up? Let's see. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm out. Alright. Everybody look this up. Cult. This game This game is called Pinstripe. It looks really cool too, it really does. So I uh, encourage y'all to take a look at it. Um at, at the very least the soundtrack is um atmospheric and I like that, so Alright, so um nobody gets that point. Colt, you can take your point back. Um and we're gonna go on with and our I'll last you where you game of the evening. Well, that's not. Nice. <laughs> We're gonna go to our last game of the evening. I think that this one is gonna be tough. Um, I don't know. It. We'll see. This one's gonna be worth ten points because it's kind of a troll track. This is our final Patreon suggestion, by the way. This comes from Malik Emerus because he hates you guys. Awesome. <laughs> we love you for what it's worth. Oh, come on. Okay. Okay, that's the first track. The next track. So we're we using all public wait, domain wait. songs. Soccer, <laughs> hockey, baseball, football. Is it a sports <laughs> game? Is it all right? I'm just not even gonna wait it for the next track. Mario Brothers. <laughs> it, is, it is Mario Brothers. Damn. Wow. Good pull. I, I, I was wow. going to wait for the second track to see if uh, if I could confirm it, but I'm like, screw it. Everybody's blurting stuff out. <laughs> well done. That was well, the worst well done. It was actually I've Mario Brothers for the 2600, but I was you didn't say, even need to sound like you know, get all the sound hits. Chip, but it did. Um, how many points is that? Ten. Ten. You won. I said that was worth ten. Oh, you came ahead at the end. <laughs> Lucas uh, got robbed by the the Monopoly man. He went to jail, <laughs> and Justin it's, picked his pocket. It was a game guy game. It was double or nothing, no choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a fun segment of Nintendo's, if there ever was one. Um, we are going to take a little break here, though, and we will be right back. Have you ever wanted to know what kind of underwear that we're all wearing during the show? If you if you have, you can answer that question at patreon.com slash radio for $3. There's no limits. Ask what you want. All right, we are back. It is question block time. Thank you for everybody who has suggested <laughs> suggested a question, just like Colton has. Um, he asks, if you could fuse any two consoles together, whether it's different companies or two from the same, where were you able to get access to all the games and features of both consoles? What two would you fuse together? Keep up the great work, he says. Thank you, Colton. We will. Um, I would probably fuse GameCube because I loved the GameCube games. I don't know why. Like that, that's just kind of like my sweet spot gaming-wise in life. But probably GameCube and Switch, honestly, because like that just makes sense to me. You know, if you fuse two GameCubes together, you get a Wii. <laughs> Rumor has it you need duct tape. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> so that's a throwback reference. Um, <laughs> I would have to do the PlayStation Four and the Switch because I really want all of the all of those games portable and remote play socks. Believe me, I've tried it. Switch and I, I I've heard Switch and PC because then I can play like every game on my Switch. Oh, 
See, now I you're win. thinking. Now you're thinking smart. Just the most <laughs> powerful portable console there ever was. Exactly. The most powerful console, period. <laughs> Panasonic 3DO and yeah. Philips CDI. No, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, it would have to be, like, right now I would combine the PS4 and the Xbox One because I could only afford one of them at a time, and as much as I'm enjoying my Xbox One, I want to play Spider-Man. <clears throat> Can we call it the PlayStation 1? (laughs) 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 Good one, Steve. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) No, it would be the Playbox 5. Playbox 5. Oh, God. What about the Playbone? Or or X-Station? Playbone. (laughs) That's that's a title for an adult That wins. Playbone it is. (laughs) So I may have missed it. Did Colt say only one Nintendo console and then something else? He said, said any, any two, two consoles. consoles. Any two consoles. Okay. Well, my, we're just all picking yeah. Nintendo consoles because we're a bunch of freaking fanboys. <laughs> my uh, actually, my first mine answer, were direct competitors. So there. Uh, well, there you go. My first answer was going to be Switch and N64, but that's a cop out answer because if they Ooh. could, they could just port all that in. Um, but I think. I uh, I think what I would really like is a mix, and you guys are going to disagree, but a mix between Switch and Wii, because I feel with the motion I mean, controls that were in the Joy-Con are like very, very underutilized, right. and I think if there were a lot more emphasis on that, especially since they... they they're very precise. They work, they work very well. Yeah, it's Skyward Sword HD, since, as Justin since- coughed. Since we're already going in that direction, can we just go ahead and upgrade and make it the Wii U? Because then you get a Wii in the system itself and also Wii U games. So we're combining two systems okay. that already is combined, a combination of two systems? I would like Brian yeah, to do that. That's a nice little loophole. He's actually. the he's the god dev in this situation who gets to make this call. So. <laughs> no, I mean, no I, Wii U. I, I'm actually, no, can no I, Wii Brian? U. That's an embarrassment, uh, Lucas. Can, well, I, Brian, can I put another? It's been fun having you on the show. We miss you. <laughs> Can I put in another one? No. Um, I, I want to combine no, my You already Virtual chose Boy. ColecoVision. <laughs> I want to combine the Virtual Boy with the 3DS so that I can finally play those games without having to have that monstrosity of a piece of equipment. And finally go blind. One. Says the one that played like, Breath of the Wild on in VR mode. I would like the two systems that are the most <laughs> most common cause of vision impairment in children. Please. Lucas, you're the only one who would uh, who would specifically understand this reference. But anytime I think of the Virtual Boy, I think from that guy from SpongeBob. My eyes! <laughs> <laughs> My eyes! I'm right there with you, man. Clearly, parents... none of y'all have ever actually played a Virtual Boy. Oh, you I just, owned a you're, Virtual. You're, you're, Oh, really? I owned a Virtual Boy. My parents made me sell it because it was so bad for my eyes. My eyes! <laughs> Even though yeah. there is actually no <laughs> proof that it is bad for your eyes. Oh, dude, that thing was a nightmare experience. Like, I loved it, and I wish I still had it. But <laughs> Laser beams it, right in your corneas. It, it hurt, dude. <laughs> Laser. I didn't say it was comfortable. <laughs> or that staring at a bright white I, screen I'm was I'm with you on this you. one, Justin. I'm with you on this one because I never really got to experience the Virtual Boy aside from like you know, 
going and running to the video game section at Target when my mom was shopping. But um, yeah, like that would be cool to finally play some of those games. It was really yeah, a missed opportunity that we didn't again. get Virtual Boy Virtual Console on the 3DS. Totally. Totally. Um, all right, I did everybody give their answer to this one before we move on to um, the Brianosaurus. Can we one. have Can we have the Brianosaurus ask the Brianosaurus's question? I, yeah. I think he should be banned from asking questions because you know then he's just asking himself. And <laughs> that's uncomfortable. Is, that's that's inappropriate. I don't like we're, that. We're 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 gonna have to have him committed. He's starting right, to ask this himself is a, questions uh, and answer them. This is a very specific question, and there's a lot of uh, description to this. But, well, Brian, it's been fun having you on the show this week. See you later, everybody. <laughs> All right, so here we go. You have a countdown timer showing how much time you have in, until you die. Oh, I already hate this. Okay. All I've right. seen this movie. Yeah, with Justin Timberlake. It wasn't that Download, long? Download the app. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> one day it drops from 50 years until you die down to 24 hours. All right. So you're writing a horror movie, okay. What specifically (laughs) do you look out for or try to protect yourself from? All right. And hiding in a bunker is not an acceptable answer. Okay, I'm going first here. What a weird way to phrase a question that could just be, (laughs) you're told you're going to die today. No, 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 because it's a thinker. You have to think, oh, I I was told I've got 50 years to live, and now all of a sudden somebody's... Shut up, Lucas. You're exactly right. Okay, okay. So is there a specific... Is there a... Like, is this a riddle? Like, is there a specific answer you have have thought out in your head? The subjective. here's the thing. Like, if you know what the... If you know that you're going to die and when you're going to die, can you prevent your own death or is it already set in stone? No, or well, are you going to cause your own death while trying to prevent it because it is predestined? See, that's the It sounds that's like we question. can prevent it because right. why would we look out for it? Okay, I mean, so, like, so... Like, if there's no way to prevent it, then, you know, I'm just going to find something fun or exciting to do for the last 24 hours. That so is in the, the question. Words of, in the words of Professor Layton, this reminds me of a puzzle. Here we go again. And, um, I would say <laughs> that the cause of death cannot be something biological and cannot be something like that's going to affect the entire population because suddenly the timer has ticked down. So in my head, somebody changed their mind and suddenly altered the, the timer here, right? Correct. Like this is not, this is not like, you know, oh, you're going to get hit by a bus this is like somebody just split second that said i'm gonna kill lucas so i would be looking out for people who want to murder me and my solution <laughs> to that would be to go somewhere far away for a day and that's what i got okay oh my my answer is simple um i'm kind of with justin on this one i'm not really going to be looking out for stuff if i only have 24 hours to live i'm going to be going out for stuff like i'm going to be like Picking fights, I'm gonna be like robbing banks. I'm gonna be doing why stuff. Why would you rob a bank? I, it doesn't matter. Like I would like to remind you, because, Eugene. Well, because why not, Justin? That what the thrill? Eugene, when are you ever gonna have the thrill that of robbing? Eugene, I would like to remind you. Never. I would like to remind you on your last dozens of people on your last you day on with. Earth. You have a like four month old baby. <laughs> 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 and Eugene's Eugene's answer is I'm going to rob a bank. <laughs> 
Well, but okay, this is all hype. But th- I'm now, 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 now. We can thing, fix. We know? can fix this, Eugene. <laughs> we can fix this. You're going to Breaking Bad a bank because you know you're going to die. So you're going to rob the bank, bury the money in the New Mexico desert, and write a letter to Elijah saying, "Son, in 17 and a half years, I want you to dig up this canister yeah. in the desert. Here are the coordinates on a is lottery." I'm saying, Isn't like, I'm going to do all kinds of nefarious stuff because. Well, it's definitely the premise of Breaking Bad. I'm going to do all kinds of nefarious stuff because. I it immediately instead of a paragon, I'm going to turn renegade because again, like I don't, I only have 24 hours to live. Like what, what does it matter anyways? You know. But like, the I real question is, are wrist. you going to rob the bank naked? Always, dude. So yeah, you're going, totally. except for you're the going, you're going flat out. You're not trying to prevent death in any way. You know that you've got it. You're just going to go for it. Totally. And then ironically, yeah, I, yeah. Eugene gets shot robbing the bank. <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. I've got, I've got a very good answer for this, I, but Steve can go ahead first. No, I'm actually t- I'm going with Justin on this. Justin and I are going to take down the company that we work for because I have always said if I had one day to speak my mind, I could shut down a company. I'm oh, I don't care about true. shutting down the company. I just want to shut up the people I don't like. Well, same thing, really. Potato, <laughs> potato. No, it's not. To me, it <laughs> the is. The company will survive. The customers can screw off. <laughs> Well then, Brian, do you want to? Answer yeah, your own you guys question? can enjoy your deaths. Uh, <laughs> do whatever <laughs> you want, but enjoy dying. I'm gonna stick around. So I'm with Lucas. I'm gonna try to prevent it or look out for something. And I didn't actually think of an answer to this until now because I thought that you guys were just gonna take it. But <laughs> but I... clearly we failed you. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like, all around, I am a very, very clumsy person. Uh, I have what they would call situational unawareness. So I bump into walls and corners and door frames all of the time. I'm the kind of guy who trips going up the stairs. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I feel like if I had 24 hours to live and I knew it was coming, it would definitely be an accident. <laughs> that so, you caused... Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. So I probably wouldn't drive for one, but like try to be very wary of uh, curbs so I don't fall and get hit by a bus or, uh, you know, a pothole that that I trip into and fall and smack my head on the ground. I might revise my question because I was under the impression that, like, in 24 hours, like, my party no, no, was no. going to stop. Well, like, I didn't know did I could prevent this. Did you hear the intro when I was like, Brian, is it... There was a lot of people <laughs> I was, talking. I was like, I I was like is it definite that you're going to die? And Brian was like, no. And I was like, okay, then here's my plan. And then everyone following me went, well, it's pretty definite that you're going to die. <laughs> it's all right. Eugene was playing his switch. He wasn't paying attention. That's okay. We'll forgive him. You know what? I'm still going to rob the bank, guys. Hey, maybe robbing the bank will prevent your death. Who knows? Or cause See, I stand by. I stand by my theory that it can't be something world-ending. It can't be a disease. It, it, it can't be anything that was, like, predestined to happen. Correct. It's got to be something that just switched and changed fate. And in my opinion, that is somebody's thought process. Somebody woke up and said, I really got to kill that guy. And here's how I'm going to do it. There you go. So... By the way, if you do ever want to kill me, stab me with an icicle because then it'll melt and there will be no fingerprints. There you I'm go. So I'm glad I'm the only one that's never thought of that. <laughs> I've seen that episode of something. Dexter? It was Dexter. It was probably. Dexter? Probably. I'm pretty sure he did that. that. It was something. happened in season nine. 
I only ever saw there's, season one. There's so. some episode of. Anyway, something. next time on the Dexter podcast, we're going to talk about Dexter's teenage years <laughs> and how they really shaped his, um, you know, budding manhood. I liked that, the prequel better, where he had a laboratory. I don't, I don't like that. All right, at all. the next question comes from EP Nothead. He says, "If you fused with one other host or producer, Dragon Ball Z style, oh, who would it be, and what would your name?" Eugene. Be? So, um, uh, <laughs> wow. Didn't... And our name would be our name would be Lou Jean. <laughs> well, I mean, just Steve works really well too. So yeah. you know that said that we solved that one. Well, see, so I, I've got I, I'm gonna I've got go Eugene. Or I've got Jukas. Uh, Would, wouldn't that be Gene Simmons? Wait, are you assuming that your name is going to be Gentis yes. and Lucas? Yes. Okay. I well, I'm gonna go with uh, outside the box a little bit because they did say producer, and I want to sound very um, sophisticated. So I'm gonna go with Andy, and I guess my name would be Yandy. No, no, no. Andy. No, Andy? no, no. Degentis. Degentis. <laughs> no, see, the way I see it, my options are I can either fuse with Justin and Steve, who have been drinking and coughing and yawning the entire show, or I can fuse with Eugene, who actively plays soccer once a week and is relatively, you know, fit. So I'm going with the guy who is a net gain for me in this situation. You leave us severe alcoholics alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, what happens if you fuse with Phantom? You turn well, into nothing. You dematerialize. You become half dead. <laughs> uh, that was a fun question. I thank you, EP. That Did we all one. answer it? Um, I feel you... like we just kind of like ran through that one. <laughs> I think we were all just kind of answering yeah. as we went. I heard Degentis. And I, I, heard I really like Eugene so. personally. Yeah, Eugene. I do like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's what my grandma used to call me because she was Hispanic and she couldn't. Jujine, <laughs> It's not in the Spanish language. She said, "Hey, Jujine, come here." Yeah, that's uh, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a Spanish teacher in high school that would say, "You must focus, niños." <laughs> We're gonna do what? How do I focus. reach these kids? <laughs> We're gonna all do of, what? <laughs> all of my Spanish teachers were white. That's what I get for living in the I Northeast. Had a, uh, I had a good mix, but. That's a story for another Senora. day. On the, on Infendo <laughs> Spanish Teachers Radio Podcast. Infendo <laughs> Racio. I don't know. Senora Marino, <laughs> I will never forget you. The Infendo <laughs> melting pot. But yeah, we are going to take a little break, and we will be right back with our final segment. Ever wondered what's on the Infendo Radio cutting room floor? Find out now for $10 a month over at patreon.com slash Radio. And we're back. It is time for our final segment, a little bit of a roundtable at the end of the show. Um, we're actually going to be talking about games and how they hook us. Um, I thought that this was an interesting topic. Um, I lately have been hooked by games in a different way than I would have in the past, frankly, because just a time we keep constraint. keep telling you, know, like you to get into- help. Why won't you listen <laughs> to us? Because he's hooked. It's a we problem. We love you. It's we just want to see you get better. <laughs> one day I will, Lucas. Um, one day I will one play day. a 40 hour. When is. One day I will play another 40 hour how, single player. How long game can we make this 40, joke? 400 hour RPG. <laughs> Family Guy does when is one day, Eugene? 
<laughs> I just don't have the time for that crap anymore, you know? So, like, the games that I'm playing these days, the games that are hooking me are the games that I can either, A, like, finish in, like, an hour or two, like, you know, like, real quick story games, or a game that I can pop in and out of, like, in 15, 20-minute chunks, you know, like an Overwatch or, you know, a game like Smash Brothers that I can just, you know, kind of turn off after the match is over. So that's kind of the what's been hooking me lately, and it's mainly because that's just... I can only play during the times that I have time to play, you know? That literally so. describes pretty much my whole gaming habit. Like, I'll... Which is <laughs> why I'm having such a hard time with Red Dead Redemption 2 and why I didn't bother getting The Witcher 3 and all that. It's like, I just can't commit to these super long games unless it's something I can play in little chunks here and there without having to worry about, you know, keeping track of a story or anything. Totally. How does one become hooked on a game? There are two ways I can think of for myself, and while everyone has their own hook, mine, dig deep. <laughs> if a story is enthralling and intoxicating and presents something new that I've never seen before, then yes, that will hook me. However, story and plot are not required to sink their hooks into my gills. I can also find a character creator that allows me to create myself in any number of ways. Then I enter a world, run around, and discover its beauty. That, too, gentlemen, can be a hook. Okay. Wow, can, how, do you, how do you follow that up? You don't. Um, Good so night, everybody! Bye-bye! Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually kind of with... With Lucas on that other one, sandboxy games are really a big thing for me. Like, which again is why I didn't get involved in Witcher Three because the last thing I need is another sandbox game. But yeah, yeah any game that I can just kind of jump into and do whatever for a while. Just say that in more basic English. Um, two examples of games that have hooked me in very different ways are Skyrim and Persona Five. Um, Skyrim hooked me in that, you know, it's like, oh, look at this, I get to make my own character, and then I'm dropped in this world with almost nothing to do, and I can just run and jump and play and frolic. And then with Persona 5, that's the kind of, like, story game that really hooks me, you know? Because it's like you drop in, and it's like you're mid-heist, and you're trying to get out of the thing, and then you get caught, and then you're in jail, and then it's like six months earlier, and you're like, okay! Cool, totally. you, you got my attention, game. I'm ready to be a Japanese high school student. I think the so. only difference that I find with between me and you is for a story-based game, I don't like the story to go on for too long. Like if it's if it's if it's heavy on story and light on gameplay, get me in and out in five to ten hours and I'm happy. It's not a matter of length for me as much as it's a matter Girth. of quality. Quality. <laughs> um if a game story sucks, then I completely lose interest. If a game story is generic, if I'm playing a game that feels like a game I've played a hundred times before, part of the reason why I don't go to many movies, there aren't many movies. Movies are a much more storytelling experience than games. You know, you're going to the movies, generally speaking, for a story, unless you're going for the visual effects. And most Sharknado. movies these days... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other than the quality ones like Sharknado, <laughs> most movies that come out have a pretty crappy story, or it's a retelling of a story we've already seen. That's part of the reason why I have no... I was talking to Steve about this the other night. I have almost no interest in the Disney live-action remakes. Not because they're not, oh, look how beautiful it is. It's Disney and Simba's and beautiful <laughs> 3D graphics. And Beyonce. But it's, 
Okay. But it's still... It's the Lion still King the... is not a live-action remake. There's not a single live thing in that movie. <laughs> but it's still the same story Pet at peeve. its core, and that's what that's yeah. what yeah. keeps me from going to see it. You know, I'm it's fine. Like, if they're it's, not going to change fine. anything to make it worthwhile, then I don't... You know. Ocarina, Ocarina of Time 3D was a great upscaling of the game. If you consider, which I don't even really consider those those versions of the movie superior necessarily, just different. But if you like that, if you like your Aladdin to be an actual actor, and you know you want to see all that mm-hmm. like modern flair as opposed to like the old you know hand drawn stuff that I really find appealing, go for it. But there's nothing to hook someone like me because when I go to the movies, I need to be entertained. And it's the same way with video games, you know? A plot like Persona hooks me because I've never experienced a game quite like Persona before. But then you play, like, Gears of War, and it's like, okay, it's, you know, (laughs) I've played this before. I'm going to jump on this. I'm gonna jump on this bandwagon because I under- I un- yeah. I get that. That makes a whole, whole lot of sense because especially in like an RPG where you kind of already know what you're getting, right? You know you're gonna be you know navigating through menus looking for like the best attack. If the story is something that you've played a million times, like okay, you're the chosen one and you're the only one who can save the world and yep. blah blah. Like yeah, yeah like every that's Japanese not do RPG ever made. Some some people <laughs> that can, doesn't some take place can, in a school. Sure. Some people can handle that, but I can't. Um, that Yeast, remember when Yeast or Yeast or whatever came out, Yeast 11 or 13 or whatever on the Switch, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, this game's awesome, you gotta play it! I played it for a while, and I was like, oh man, this plot is so dry. <laughs> like, you know, I and, and I it just, it, it lost me. I, I got unhooked and I swam away, because it's like, there's nothing to keep me. But then Persona 5 hooks me for 100 hours, because it's like, whoa, they're going into people's heads and stealing their hearts, and like, I've never experienced hey, this before. So it's like the, prom- the premise of the game. <laughs> <laughs> They're I called the Phantom either. Thieves of Hearts. Anyway. Yeah, so that's that's it. Good story makes a game for me. And it's always kind of been like that. And, you know, that's why I consider video games a storytelling medium, even though I know there's a lot of people out there who disagree with me. I mean, the what's nice about video games is they can tell a story in a very unique way, um, you know. And and like you said, like depending if it's a very immersive and engaging story, and then you also have very immersive and engaging gameplay, you can have a storytelling experience unlike any other that could still be controlled but is uniquely yours. Well, yeah, even the games mm-hmm. that I really... I'm, I'm realizing I'm hijacking this conversation, and I apologize. Okay, other people have even, the option to talk. They're choosing not to. <sighs> even the games even the games that I really like that don't tell a story, I'm telling the story to myself, right. like Skyrim and stuff. Right, So it's yeah. like, no matter what, there's a plot happening, and that's, you know, what does it to me. It's just sometimes the game is telling the plot, and sometimes the game is allowing me to tell the plot, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. I yeah I yeah this is uh, this this is really hitting home for me because this is exactly how I feel about playing games lately you know like it's I, I I can't be bothered to play a seven out of ten game these days you know like there's so not only do I not have the time for that but there's just such a selection of games that like why would I play a game that's like subpar yeah. you know like that's like I don't know that today um, in my um, situation I would play a Blossom Tale all the yeah. way through you know because like well, what are you, you know, I, what I, are I you getting out of it that you haven't already gotten you know hopefully the story exactly. because it borrows heavily on gameplay elements from a game like Zelda 
But if the story isn't, you know, really unique, then you're getting a, you know. Well, that's like that's like um, yeah, Assassin's Creed Three for me. You know, I waited until that game went on sale because I'd never played an Assassin's Creed, and now it's on Switch, and I can play it whenever, wherever. And I started playing it, and nothing about it hooked me. The gameplay didn't hook me. The story didn't hook me. And I'm like, well, I just spent you know, $28 on this game that I'm probably never going to play more than a few hours out of, yeah. be, you know, because I, like you said, Eugene, it was a 7 out of 10 game, and I've got much better games to waste my time with. <laughs> yeah, totally. Brian, what has been hooking so, you in We've kind of been um, talking no, about that's, you No, that's good. I've been quietly reserving my opinion because it's the exact opposite of yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one of the things that, um, that you guys said is being dropped into a sandbox world with absolutely nothing to do, you don't know where to go, that actually really gets me into it, and more specifically side quests. Yes, because I have side to actively quests. avoid side quests in some games because it makes, like, it makes the game drag on longer than I want it to. Well, but it's, it's almost I like side them. quests in mini game, like, like thinking. I'd like to point out that I said I enjoyed that. Oh, I, yeah. I thought I, I I missed it in your in your. Oh yeah, no, we both agreed. Your on that. storytelling. <laughs> well, no. yeah, no, that was the that was the Skyrim half of the hook. But, Got yeah. it. All right. Well, then it's fine. Then I just won't even. I'll just. Your opinion doesn't even matter. <laughs> I'll just agree with you. It's part of a collective. Yeah, it's part of a collective. Yeah, it's fine. Now you get it. I'll agree with you guys. It's fine. Yeah, good like, job. Good, I... good guest host. Really, you know. That's what. That's what we look just for on this. Show. Really, really paying attention. <laughs> that's that's all that matters. Continue. Continue. I think continue. that. Tell us. Tell us your. I mean, that's, that's kind of it. It's, it's, I, I enjoy the ability to like not follow the main story, um, and go out and do, go out and do like other, I mean, other enjoyable things. I saw there was, there's been two different memes, I guess, that come into mind. That one was, you can tell the quality of a game by whether or not it has a, a fishing mini game. <laughs> and then the second one uh, okay. was like it was probably legend, some kind of Legend of Zelda game, and it said, "I'll I'll take a break from saving the world for a second because I have to catch a couple of fish." So <laughs> that kind of stuff. Where and, and like, I mean, doing the doing like the bow training stuff, riding a horse through, trying to hit targets, and like all that. It just interests me to no end, and going out and finding different types of bugs and bringing them back to little girls and. Well, because it, it gives you a world to explore. Correct. You know, like a a, a plot is a, a plot is structure, but the world itself has those mini games and those things to do. And at the end of the day, I think that's what you really remember about right. a game like Zelda. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I agree. Just hundred percent. Yeah, like the, the the a game like Zelda: Ocarina of Time that I've played a million times before. The reason why I keep going back to it is because of those little things, kind of like you said, right? It's got all of those little hooks that'll keep right. you going back. Like, okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll go and fish for like ten minutes. It, that turns into twenty. That turns into like an hour's worth of freaking fishing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I yeah, I love it. Awesome. Um, well, I'm not sure that Steve is here to give us his opinion on this topic, but um, does anybody else have anything they want to bring into um, the, how games hook them before we close out? I think we're good. Awesome. 
Well, then, I guess that's it for us this evening. We are going to close out the show. Um, it is, it's been fun. It's been an interesting evening. Thank you, Brian, oh, of for um, helping to fill in. We appreciate having you on, as always. Um, we are going to close out, though. So before we do, where can the people find you tonight? Justin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. And, yeah, that's just about it. My my Disney site's been languishing for so long that I'm not going to promote it until I got something to promote. So, follow me on Twitter. Nice. Awesome. Well, then, where can the people find you? ChromaticHue.com, which is a website that I own, where occasionally I update it. But I haven't been lately, but I have been working on the game. So, go there, <laughs> check it out, do stuff with that. <laughs> um, also, YouTube channel, which I want to say is youtube.com slash C slash LucasPeace, but probably easier to just, you know, I don't know, go to our Discord and I'll post a link there or something. We'll figure it out. Come sub me. I want views. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> we all do. We all do, Lucas. Um, Brian, where can the people find uh, Quickly, you? just to insert for our buddy here since he stepped, uh, Steve uh, at Gentis1 on Twitter. Um, so you can find him there. He's also in the Discord a lot, uh, which is also where I am. I spend a lot of time in the Discord hanging out with all of our buddies, and you should join the Discord because it's a fun place to be. Um, also, I spend most of my day on Instagram when I'm uh, ignoring work. So that's where you'll find me, is on Instagram at uh, the Brianosaurus. It's the underscore Brianosaurus. Awesome. Um, and finally, kind of like uh, Brian said, Steve stepped away for the evening, but he will be back next week. You can follow him at Gentis1 on Twitter. Actually, just go yell at him on Discord about Super Mega Baseball or something like that, that he really likes that. Um, when that if, you mention, if you mention um, Minecraft other... or Hyrule Warriors, he will appear behind you. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Um, other than that, I really just want everybody to go to Infendo.com. Um, you can do all the things from there. Join our Discord. You can go say hi. Like I said, you know, find us in there. Follow our YouTube channel. I know Lucas has been posting some videos on there occasionally. So, yeah, go do all of the things. Um, but with that, we are out of here. Thank you for joining us for episode 518. It's been a fun one, and we will see y'all next time. Bye-bye! See you real soon. You've heard the amazing produce show we have. You've never seen the stuff that we actually do when we record. You can do that every Wednesday night at twitch.tv slash radio.